Welcome to Beyond the Artist. I'm your host, John Leonardo, and we have Jalissa. I didn't know her before today, but I got to tell you, after sitting down and being with her, I have so much respect and love for this human being. We talk about her living in a car. We talk about her coming out here, becoming a playmate, chasing her dream, achieving her dream, and then going to the next step. So please enjoy this episode. She's an awesome human being. And uh, thank you, as always, to Game Day Media, Iron Mike, and Cafe Joe, our sponsors. And thank you to all of you for listening. It's been it's been amazing. So without further ado, Beyond the Artist. This is called Beyond the Artist, mm-hmm. right? And we just did, actually we did our first one yesterday with a street artist by the name of Wordsmith, who Amazing. I have a huge crush on. We had a great conversation. And one thing that I don't think I got too much into is at the beginning of it, doing like almost a little intro, right? So uh-huh. the whole idea, uh, and we're sitting here with Jalissa Lind. Do you go with Jalissa, Jalissa Lind? Honestly, some people JL. put it all together in like JL's one name. My I have, yep, I have JL. I have. We got JL and JL. Jalissa, JL. At Jalissa Lynn. Yes. Two L's, two N's. Wow. On all socials. You're good. I looked it up five minutes ago. Two I's, too. Oh, that's right. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so we're here with at Jalissa Lynn. You are a number of different things, but you know, with Beyond the Artists, uh, one thing I want to say is like, this is just going to be a conversation between two creators, right? And I think cool. I'm a huge believer that we all have to make decisions, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the way that you make those decisions, I think your creativity comes through them as mm-hmm. a human being. And in that lies the difference between us as humans. Correct. And I still want to think through this theory a little bit more, but like the whole idea here is like getting creators together. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone that's on the show, I respect and admire. I mean, you're an actress, producer, singer. Playboy Bunny, um, and so I thank you for being here. Really excited thank you for, for this. Having me. Um, and let's get going. Woo-hoo. So you're from Puerto Rico. Originally. I'm from New York originally. Parents are from um, Puerto Rico. My mom's Rico. Puerto Rican Italian. My father's go. French and German. There so. we go. United Nations. Have you been to France, Italy, <laughs> Germany, Puerto Rico? I've been to Italy. Where? What part? Um, Rome. Ooh. Um, yes. And nice. then I've been everywhere around America. Um, I have yet to honestly visit my other countries yet but i you have a plan Rico? to i haven't and I, I know i almost went to you know because my family was involved in the yeah, hurricane that yeah. happened last year is everybody I, okay I, yeah I, everyone was thankfully okay oh and it God. was very hard i you know i ended up doing a charity for that and um raised some money and sent you them, did are you still raising money family. actively right now no i just did it for like a time frame period you know because people get over and yeah. on to the next media right, and of right. course it was like a very hard time obviously with like the United States and like right. <laughs> having yeah. you know the not feel like as much support I guess you could say mm-hmm. so That's I have yet to visit but um, <laughs> you know I'm in touch with my TT and it's in it's in it's in the works nice. <laughs> so. um, I used to live in Raleigh North Carolina mm-hmm and the flight down to Puerto Rico was so inexpensive yeah. that I would go all the time. Amazing. And then I would go a little step further and go to Calabria, oh. which is 30 nautical miles from St. Thomas. So um, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I used to go down there a lot. It's such a beautiful country. St. Thomas. That's so cool. cool. I have an eight-year-old sister that's been on three cruises. I've never been on one in my life, and she's been to St. Thomas. Oh, yeah. It's I'm like, what am I, I need to live a little more. Yeah. Like, what is going on? So we're here <laughs> at the Lemon Tree Studios, which I don't know if that's going to stick, Kyle. I love it. What do you think? I like so the we Lemon Tree. Co- yeah. Well, there's a Lemon Tree in the backyard. Yeah, here. and it's LA, so people like lemons. Yeah. Yeah, know? we're all cool about anti-inflammatory right. drinks like lemon water. Yeah, we have lemon um, water all <laughs> the time. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so we have Kyle here, our producer. Can we I have, have Katie here. For my tea? 
You have what? <laughs> I'm going to need a lemon for my tea. Oh. <laughs> like... what, go back and pick one off the tree. <laughs> uh, no, we probably have one in there. Um, we have Katie, and then we also have um, Sophie at, at the Bowie Cat, and she's from Born and Raised in St. Thomas, this beautiful Amazing. island that we're talking about right now. Um, and uh, she's in town visiting. She was the high times top 100 highest women in highest places or something um women in high places you could add the uh, highest part too if you want <laughs> the I highest woman that. in the highest oh place oh my gosh but we went to the party last night yeah John was my day we went to college together yeah it was amazing fun. we had a good time i love it um so you smoke yeah weed. i do mm-hmm. i'm actually coming out with a whole line i'm coming out with pre-rolls really um yeah pre-rolls what uh, is the trays like, what, like ashtrays? ashtrays? Well, no, I'll have like rolling trays. What they actually, What's a rolling Katie tray? I'm such a loser. Designing. I don't know. You don't know what a rolling tray no, is? Come I'm, on, I'm a stop. nerd. Is that that thing where you put like, it in? Has like everybody has one. Raw paper. Cheater. Like Wiz Khalifa even has one. Like everyone has a rolling tray. Oh, is that know? is that where you put the weed in and it it's rolls like a joint for you? It's like when you grind it up, you know, and no, that's like... Am I allowed to talk? <laughs> yeah, 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 of yeah, course. Yeah, can you help him, okay, please? Highest woman of high time. You can make a lot of mess, but if you have a nice like rolling tray in front of you, it just collects the weed. You need to breeze it. Oh, it's like a plate. Exactly. It's literally a tray, a but tray. just a mini one exactly. for weed. Yes. So I'm gonna have a tray. It's, it's a joint size tray. Exactly. Well, no, it's a little bit bigger. No, it's, bigger. Than that. it's a blunt well, size. There's different sizes. There's you know a personal travel one, and then there's like the large. <laughs> you, can, you can like move your hands and roll a joint above it, and and feel like whatever is falling out that you can like collect it afterwards. It's but falling. if you're really Wait. good, it won't fall out. What is it, what is it going to be? Is it going to be your face? So it's all like weed falling on your face when. It, well, no, we kind of have like a funny concept. We have two that we're doing. Katie's actually designing them. She already designed one. So one, it's called like an ashtray. Get it? And it's like my butt. Oh, and it's like there a we cartoon. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then the That's other amazing. Get it? It's Do you an have a patent on that? I don't want anyone listening to this shit and stealing it. We're copyright. Yeah, that. you guys don't even try right now. The second one is going to be like a cool cartoon of me smoking, and it's going to say "Kush Kisses" because that's like my whole thing. Kush nice. Kisses. And so, when this comes out, so, where where are people going to be? Able to um, find well, it? I, all the obviously the pre rolls will only be available in dispensaries, right, yeah, you yeah. know, like through regulations. But yeah. um, the trays and the ash, um, the lighters and everything, all the accessories will be available on my website and the merchandise. What is your website? So you can find that jalissalin dot com. Jalissalin Two I's, two L's, two N's. Jill <laughs> is a Lynn. Is my catchphrase. That's right. how you can Jill. spell it. Jill is a Lynn. Jill is a Lynn. Because everybody's right. like, how do you spell it? I'm like, Jill is a Lynn. I don't have. Jill is a Lynn. <laughs> Two N's. <laughs> Get it right, women. Yes. And men from mm-hmm. all over. Um, well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. When can we expect that? Um, hopefully in the next few months. I'm working on like the, the final artwork and stuff like that. And then I'll go into production for the labels. and That's so cool. That Where do you stuff. find so your probably weed early from? next yeah, week. Well, I'm curious about the pre-rolls. Like, what are your favorite strains? What well, um, I personally... Oh, let's get technical. Well, I personally prefer like OGs. Um, you know, I'll dabble into like the Girl Scout or the Gorilla Glue or the Sour Diesel. So I will have different flavors, but I'll specialize more or less in like the OG. Um, but they'll all be premium, you know, top That's shelf, awesome. private reserve-ish. Oh, that's so, exciting. Yeah, it'll all be so, um, amazing. So that wasn't on your, already on your Instagram. And when I was doing some research, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this girl is all over it all different areas and mm-hmm. this wasn't even on there so that adds to the list right yeah, there. yeah no it wasn't on there because um, it's kind of something i've been working on i was watching this morning and we were dancing this morning to after the club oh yay when did that come out um, that last, year. Awesome. last year last <laughs> year um where 
Where did you record it? What? Tell um, us a little bit about how that came. To I fruition. recorded it in a, in a closet, actually. Oh, there I recorded you go. it in a, in between some winter coats. In a closet, yeah. um, in a closet in downtown LA, and the producers. I was actually at the producers' apartment, and like we were just creating. It wasn't even supposed to be like a session that it was gonna keep, but it. I, I don't know. He liked the sound. And honestly, I felt like I was pushing too hard in it. And knowing my voice now, a year later, it's like, I probably could have went a little softer on it. But because the producer was like, no, it has a feel. Like, if we re-recorded, it, it won't have the same feel. And I was like, you mm. know, all right, let's go with it. And, like, Sometimes a lot of people love it. Like, people are, I get a good response off of it. So I was happy that and people took a good response. And I'm like, they don't know that I recorded it in a closet. <laughs> well, they will now because you're telling us live and beyond the artist at Jill is a Lynn. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's funnier when somebody else says it. <laughs> um, and the music video. Mm-hmm. Oh, the music video. Um, it was hot. was my concept. I and, dance- and and okay, there's some total Britney I, Spears stronger vibes. What is it like? I love you. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, it was amazing. Wait, so anyone that hasn't already looked it up on your Instagram, there's mm-hmm. a link to it. It's called yes. After the Club. Yes. By Jalissa Lynn at mm-hmm. Jalissa Lynn. Mm-hmm. So go watch it now. You'll see what we're talking about. But yeah, yeah. Talk us through a little the, bit of that video. Well, I had the director build this rain machine because I was like, okay, I'm, I have to dance in the rain. Like I want to dance on a chair. I had like a whole vision for yeah. it, you know. Oh, and, you have the arm, like the chest yeah, up, no, and the rain coming yeah, down, like, and. Listen, I was just trying to breathe and not like <laughs> drowned, okay? I was like, okay, like these, waterboarding yourself these by shots, accident. <laughs> these shots have to be super quick because at the end of the day, as soon as the water starts falling, you have like 30 seconds to film really quick. And oh, then you wow. shut it off and everything's full of water and you have to sweep it all up and clean it all up. So every time between shots, it's like you need that 20 minutes to collect all that water because you can imagine how much water is falling yeah. from a pipe that has six holes in it and Especially like we're in sprinklers a and you're plugged just- into it like attached to the ceiling right we're in a drought and i'm just <laughs> you're just dancing in rain fake rain in los angeles drought season thanks for the lemon how is that lemon it's fresh from our backyard that was you see that squeeze <laughs> um so i want to i want to go back a little bit and then we'll, we'll catch up to where we're at now so we talked a little bit about where you're from where did you grow up you grew up in new york or yeah i grew up in rochester new york oh, um, in jamestown like new york also um i moved a lot i went to like 16 different schools when I was younger. What? Um, I lived in um, Jamestown, New York, um, Rochester, New York, and then I moved to Florida for a little while. Where like, in Florida? My freshman year of high school because I was like a re- rebel and I was like, I'm going to go live with my grandma. And uh, what part of Florida? It's not bad. Um, Deltona, which is near Daytona and like oh, okay. Orlando, Sanford kind of yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was amazing and it taught me so much culture and I ha- still have friends to this day 15 years later that I met living there during that time. Wow. So, Wait, it was, it was private school? amazing. No, no, I was just uh, going just, to a public school. Yeah. I was just a rebel. Like I yeah. would get expelled a lot. I would fight in school. Like you what? know, I was a cheerleader. How old were you on your first fight? But oh, oh probably God. like you eight years kick old. My ass now that I'm I mean, like I grew up in it. like you know, I grew up in the hood here and oh there. You know what I mean? So, in my me and my sister were like my sisters was a rebel. So it's like you know, I was like the one that was always like. The good one, and if I was, she the would good take one the that went to sixteen different yeah, you know schools. I mean? yeah. oh, well, that's just because we moved a lot. I had oh, a really yeah. young mom. My mom had my sister when she was fourteen. Oh, Me wow. when she was sixteen. My brother when she was nineteen. So now is is dad in the situation? You know, um, my my father is. There was a time frame where I didn't see him yeah, for quite yeah. a few years. Um, but he's a great man. He's always been supportive. He's always good. been there. Even even when he wasn't there, he was still yeah. there. I feel like. Um, but I have an amazing stepdad who's you know oh, who's awesome. taken. 
Like every, he was there for my and, first yeah. heartbreak at 15 to like my heartbreak now at 30, you know? Wow. So it's like, I've been extremely, extremely blessed to like have that. That's, so. a, that's a good way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, so it was a, a rough upbringing, but you know, it helped shape me into who I am and gave me the, the courage to even move to LA and pursue well, one of, this life one of the things that I that lead. We were talking about <laughs> yesterday is that all of those experiences you would never really want to change because that's what created you as a human being sitting here mm-hmm. today. And I think that's really special, you Absolutely. know? Um, and so how old is your sister? Uh, what, what, how far apart are you two in age? We're a year and nine months. Well, I have three sisters now. Where, so, are you, where do you um, fall? I'm the second. So my mom has, well, child. my mom has four. Oh, well, no, my mom has four. Let's just wrap this up now. So, I don't like middle children. <laughs> well, I'm actually... Thanks well, for coming by. I'm like technically <laughs> in the middle. I'm like, there's two in the middle, me and my brother. That's true. So my mom has four. My older sister, a year and nine months. My brother's 26. He just got the Marines. Mm. Salute to our service. Salute, yes. Thank you, Thank you for your service. What yes. is his name? Um, Clayton Fennell. What is his socials? What um, are his socials? <laughs> Look, I'm like, I don't know his digits, <laughs> but no. Um, but no, he served for six years, though, and he was awesome. corporal and Thank toured. You. Thank you, Clayton. And went to like 19 different countries and taught their army. Wow. And, you know, he was amazing, or he is amazing. So, yeah. um, my brother. And then I have uh, an eight year old sister. So, and that must have been pretty me. fun. She's amazing, my eight-year-old yeah. sister. And then my father has a daughter who's my, who, I call her my mini. She's like the one who really looks like me. She's 22, and she's just like the cutest thing ever. Is she out here? Um, She's in um, New York, but she actually wrote me yesterday and was like, I think I'll be coming out there again. She might be opening a boutique. And I was like, yeah, you can style me. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. The family hookups. She's amazing. She's so sweet. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so in high school, you and your sister are brawling out. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your, I want to know about your first oh fight God. and I want to know about your favorite fight. Cause all right. So a little backstory too. My brother and I are 18 months apart Okay, and we used to, I mean, he's a hothead. Oh yeah. And he would pick fights and then we would get into fights together against people. Oh yeah. No. And we would, I mean, we didn't win them all. Yeah. We would, no, we, we no, damage. we won them all. My sister is six foot two, 300 pounds. Yeah, but like... we would pick fights with like the baseball team. <laughs> Yeah, so. I mean, our our egos were a little bigger than yeah. our muscles, and so we'd pick yeah. fights against like seven kids, and that is you know funny. that didn't end so well. But yeah, um, no, I think that we were more or less just like uh, me. I think well, when I was younger, I think that the little fights and spats and stuff around the neighborhood kids. Like I remember yeah. a kid threw glass at me one time when I was like seven years old. I remember like oh, my ex, I had a boyfriend at the time. And I remember like being at like some camp and like throwing glass at me. I was like. That was crazy. So yeah. it's like that's the stuff that I was experiencing. And you turn your boy and like, "Yo, are you gonna step right. up, or am I I'm gonna like, kick this kid's ass?" You know what I mean? He's like, "You got it, babe." Right. <laughs> Seven so, year old kid. Right. Like, so as I got older, I'm like, I was always like the new girl. So either like the school loved me or they bullied me. Mm. Like I went through a lot like growing up. So it's like a lot of like me rebelling and like fighting was either like you're gonna be scared of me or you're gonna like me. Yeah. One of the two. And it's like when people really got to know me and they're like, "Okay, she's cool and she's funny and yeah. she's down to earth," and it's like, okay, either like. We're going to like her be scared of her pretty much. But um, I remember this one time I had started going to the school and I was at the park and I had befriended this girl. But then like, you know, she got mad at me, whatever it was. I was like 10 years old, right? 11. Did you ask her boyfriend out in the playground? I don't even know. I was like, we were at the (laughs) playground though. And I remember like I was walking and I like looked at the glimpse of my eye and I seen like this girl coming up. Like she was going to like put her arm around me. So I'm thinking like this girl's going to put her arm around me. She came up and like yoked me on the ground and like started fighting with me. I just remember like my sister came up and was like, 
whoosh, and just started like fighting on her. And I oh. ran and like got on the monkey bars and was like, <laughs> get her tap, get her tap. Like, I got into some stuff. I got banned from McDonald's one time for a whole year. <laughs> my sister had to come in and like rip them off of me because they had like my money tail. Oh, my I used to tie God. like my shirt in like the back of like, yeah. I was a rebel. Like, you call that a money tail? A bunny tail. Oh, a bunny tail. You know, like when the girls tie, she oh, has one. Oh, my God. <laughs> At the Bowie Cat has a bunny tail right now as she's sitting here in the Lemon Tree Studios. That's amazing. Oh, my God. That is amazing. So I used to do the bunny That's tail. amazing. So the one girl had a hold of the bunny tail and the other one was like... <laughs> And I was kicking and screaming. All of a sudden, my sister, and this was over fries at McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> my sister runs in and, like, I just remember going whoosh, whoosh, and throws everybody. I run out. I bend up my license plate. I, like, leave because I'm, like, 16, 17 at the time. Like, Wait, oh, and you bended your license so they can't <laughs> get your me. license plate? Yes. Oh my! It didn't God, matter. Genius. It didn't matter because I went. I went to the court. Like I like. I went to the. They court. still got you. Yeah, I went to the court parking lot and like called my mom. My, my sister told her what happened. My mom comes up. Like she drives up. She gets out. She pops the trunk, pulls out a bat, and starts like circulating around her head. She's like, "Who the f put their hands oh, on my daughter?" Yeah, I'm like, "Mama mom, Dukes." Mom. I'm like, "Mom, the cops are on the way." Like, put the thing away. You know what I mean? So I ended up. I was so young and dumb, you know, and reckless, but. Honestly, it helped shape me who I am now. Exactly. And, and I've, I changed. Like, my senior year, I did a whole 180. Like, I was high on a row, captain my cheerleading team. I had a recommendation from my principal, every teacher, because it's like they knew that I was like the rebel. I got loudest and biggest flirt in high school. Like, you know, yeah. and I was prom princess. We would have we got some trouble in high school. captain of my cheerleading team <laughs> eventually. So it's like I turned it around, you know, but. What do you think led to that? Was that just like. Uh, just moving and uh, adjusting and being so young. Year? And like, um, my senior but, year, I ended up graduating from a place called Churchville Chile in um, in Rochester, which I actually ordered my class ring the other day because I lost it years bling, bling. ago. I lost it Stop years bling. ago and I, it made me really sad. And like now I felt like, okay, let me order a new one because I'm the first person in my family to graduate and go to college. So it meant a lot wow, to congrats. me. That's like, awesome. Let me, you know. And then I picked up and moved over to Hollywood. It's <laughs> mean, beautiful California, the right. best state in the entire in the United world. States. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, like when you're in high school, you're kind of just doing whatever mm-hmm. the fuck your parents tell you to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then or actually, no, you're doing what you're doing the opposite of what they tell you to do. Right. <laughs> no, we were actually talking about how I luckily was blessed enough. Like my mom is very strict. Like I would mm-hmm. never talk back to her. Like I would, you know, anything that she asked me to do, I would do. But she also gave me enough like leniency to like be able yeah. to to be who I was and you know have a cool curfew and be able to experience yeah. things so that I didn't feel sheltered and rebel in a sense to you know to be something worse than I could have been given the circumstances mm-hmm. of how I grew up but yeah well it's interesting too because then when you go off to college and you see some people who just can't handle it they can't handle the drinking they can't mm-hmm. handle that when you or I'm assuming you and correct me if I'm wrong but when we got there it was like oh we've kind of been doing it so we're not going to go too crazy like so-and-so over here drinking wine at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday although it is Thursday right. I do have a little bit of vodka in my Red Bull here right which I also don't really drink Red Bull so it's kind of firing me up that's funny <laughs> well me I don't either because I don't drink one I don't drink carbonation or caffeine I'm hyper enough but it was a little morning and you know it's one of them yeah. days oh, so I needed to like preview. You know, oh. I needed to wake up <laughs> oh, <Agile laughs> is a Lynn. but um but um what I was uh, what was I saying about? Oh, so they're drinking and the alcohol. So I've been smoking 
since I was probably like 13 was the first time I tried pot. I remember I hit, took a hit and I fell backwards off of a bench. And I was like, whoa. But it was a really low bench and I was in the park like with so some you, friends. So was like, this is fun. Because <laughs> I was coughing and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> well, you know, if you cough, you get higher. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they say, right? It's not true. Not true. Not Such true. Bullshit. My sister will like hold it in up. and clear it and she'll do this. <laughs> and she'll hold it until, and then she'll go. But, and it's like the, the tiniest nothing that comes out. And I'm just like, you or don't the, have to do when that. When you do that, when you see people do that, and then they, they inhale again from yeah. the other side of the joint. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Right, right. And then they'll do like a second inhale where they breathe it up their nose. But, um, but yeah, so I've, I've always oh, been a smoker, but I cannot. I can smoke to save someone else's life, but I cannot drink to save mine because I just like, I'll get sick. My stomach. I'm a cheap date. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> eat red meat. So I'm an even cheaper date. Oh, wow. Food, so <laughs> nice. I like macaroni and cheese, chicken, maybe. <laughs> wow. We would have had great dates in high you know, school. Funny. Mom, can you drop me off? I actually up? dated outside of high school. So you couldn't have been in my school. Otherwise we wouldn't right. have dated. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that you, I would have been an exception. You would have said, well, this, look at this guy over here. You were too his. cute for me. All the girls would have wanted you. I like the little rugged boys. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be cheating on me with the captain of the other cheerleading team. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not too far from the truth. <laughs> Oh my God, we would amazing. just be really good friends. Yeah, sure. We, we would go to parties like, oh shit, JL and JL are here. We're all in trouble now. You yes. just roll in and not fuck shit up. But if you didn't go to my school, it might have been possible because I wouldn't really know what you were doing. Okay, fine. Deal. <laughs> um, so I used to smoke weed in high school mm-hmm. and in college a little bit, but I don't anymore. And it's this weird, like the way I describe it, anyone that's ever hung out with me, like, oh, you want to smoke? I, I always say, listen, now I'm at a place where I like to be on my A game and in control. Mm-hmm. And the way that I describe it is I can drink, I literally can have a 12-pack of beer, and if a car accident happens and I need to get out of the car and save someone's life, I'll be like, fuck yeah, let's go. This is on my bucket list, save someone's life. Spring into action. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm going to do CPR, I'm going to save you, I'm going <laughs> to grab this baby, give it to so-and-so, like, it's going to be great. If I had like two hits of a joint, I would curl in a ball and go, oh my God, is this a fucking bad dream? Get me out of this situation. You'd be like the commercial sinking into the couch melting. Yeah, I'd be like a a, a dare commercial. Like, don't be like this, Jay. (laughs) See, I'm the complete opposite. Like, if you give me a drink, I'm spinning. I'm sick. I'm like, I'll get real hyper, which I don't need to be any more than I already am. I'll talk faster than I don't need to talk any faster than I already do. And I'd be like, woo, okay, find me in the bathroom. (laughs) Hot box in the bathroom. (laughs) 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 but i'll roll up joints all day (laughs) well feel free to smoke your joint whenever you want (laughs) here um all right so where do you go to college um i went to mcc which is just like a community college i only went for a year and then i started bartending and you know it was fast money oh my god one of my favorite jobs ever and i worked at a blues and jazz bar called smoke and joe's and they're so amazing and like gifted me my platform to be able to even start my modeling career to begin with in 2007. So it's been that long. So you, <laughs> so, while you were bartending there, yeah, somebody discovered you well, or no, how does that work? It actually, um, it actually happened on Instagram or I mean on uh, MySpace. Instagram oh. didn't exist. So MySpace, um, my little sister created like a MySpace for me. Right. And then I was just posting pictures or whatnot. And this like, company had reached out to me. Her name was Karma D and she was doing a photo shoot. And so she, um, had booked me for a photo shoot and then a guy who you know was involved in like the nightlife and promotion and like doing more of like the club stuff basically like 
had contacted me and was like, hey, you know, I think that we could do something with your brand, like, you know, this, that, and the third. And we just started building my portfolio and doing photo shoots. And, like, he kind of, him and his wife kind of took me under his wing and, like, helped develop Jalissa Lynn as a brand and, and created my first calendar in 2010. And, like, what? you know, got, awesome. took me to my first, like, auditions in New York City, which was, like, a six-hour drive. How old were you when this is all happening? Um, I was, like, 19 at the time, <gasps> oh, 19. And I they brought me to L.A. for my first time, which actually ended, I ended up at the Playboy Mansion you know, my first three days ever in Los Angeles, which is what led me to pretty much moving here a year later in 2009. So, so it's at, just been a crazy At 19, ride. does that, when I, I don't even know what I was in 19. I don't know. I was probably freshman in college. I think you, you are, right? Like, um, is yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, I was freshman. Um, I had just, I literally had went through my first semester. And you're getting flown out here, going to the Playboy Mansion. Does that go- It was like a complete accident. I actually like was here to do a photo shoot and the house that I was shooting in because you know people was went, a Playboy Mansion and they asked you to take no, your shirt and then it all No. <laughs> the house that I was um that I was shooting in actually was like a friend of Hughes or knew somebody that was a friend of Hughes and was like, You have to meet this girl before she goes back to LA or like take her to the dinner at the mansion and so I just like was lucky enough to be able to go to the mansion and oh experience God. dinner and jump on the trampoline and meet Kendra and Bridget and Holly and like I remember from have the show. that like and, and Girls Next Door was so big right now yeah. right at that moment and I was obsessed with the Playboy Bunny so I was like you know what this is like so amazing and I literally ate dinner went to the airport from the dinner like on the flight like was I just at the Playboy Mansion like I'm 19 years old people live in LA their whole life and don't even know where it is like mm-hmm. I was there three days like in my first time in Los Angeles and I ended up at the Playboy Mansion like imagine if I lived there for a couple months and I started yeah. dreaming like I'm yeah. 19 years old you know what I mean and so uh, I think I was actually uh, well no I was it was a couple months before I turned 20 okay. and so then a year later I got booked for I was bartending saving up like money yeah, whatever yeah. A year later, I got booked for another shoot here, and I came here, and the the wife of the company, Carlo and Marie Gomez, they were doing, like, this website, and basically, they took interest to me and was like, you should move here, like, we'll help you, and a month later, I saved up $500, which I don't know what I was doing at 21 but years at, old. But at 21, you're like, yo, I got yo, 500 I got bucks. 500 so bucks. Like, I'm yeah. like, yes, and Let's I go. packed my car, and I moved here, and, you know, I got to live with them for a couple months, you but get then, here you know. You get here, gas, you're like, oh, I'm out of money. Yeah, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this, and, you know, I got to be here for um, you know, live with them for a couple months mm-hmm. to get on my feet a little bit. But then, you know, I had the sleeping in the car and trying to find a place and get my did stability. You and yeah, I did for three weeks. And um, I did. For Is it weird weeks. that I, I kind of love that? Yeah. Like, no. I, think that's I mean, I feel awesome. like it's like the typical LA story. Like, I yeah, feel like people kind of like, if you don't want to go back, like, you but know, like, a lot I could have of... never told my mom until like three years later when I was secure and had my own apartment. <clears throat> yeah. and I'm like, Hey mom, like you know, a lot of people talk about the struggle like like yeah. that, and I'm just like, yeah, but have they're like, oh, eat ramen for years. Yeah, no, I actually haven't had ramen, but I yeah. used to eat. I convinced Kind Bars to sponsor, <laughs> and I would live off of Kind Bars, right? And oh um, for my for my last thing, because like Amazing. that's just what I had to do, right? Um, and so I I kind of like love hearing that you mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. slept in your car, yeah, for a little did bit, for three weeks. My girlfriend found me actually the well, she wasn't <laughs> even my girlfriend at the time yet. She was just I had met them and yeah. yeah. Um, her husband actually became my agent for a long, long time. Oh, cool. And she, one night, I was just tired, and I had, like, a weird habit. I would go and, like, smoke with her and leave really late at night, and I'd come back at, like, super early morning, wake and bake, like, you know, and she'd be like, one time I was so tired, like, I couldn't even leave, and she came out, and she's like, knocked on my door and I like woke up all scared she's like do you not have a place to go and I'm like no and I just started crying and I was like and she took me in they took me in for a whole year and like 
allowed me to like yeah. be able to Are secure you still myself. Close with folks like I'm that? still very close with Good. both of them actually. Yeah. Um, they're no longer together unfortunately when they broke up it was like mm. my parents separated but she moved back to Virginia after being my assistant for six years. She became a chef and she's oh, like back her. with her family. What's her name? Let's give her a little um, shout Tony. out. Tony. Hey Tony, yeah. what up? <laughs> and um and then Theo he, he you know he remarried. He still has his agency. Good. You know we we, we still work together yeah. and stuff. So it's like it's been great. They've helped when, all these years. When you're like all right so you're out here isn't it very humbling? You go to the mm-hmm. Playboy Mansion and you, you eat dinner there. Mm-hmm. You're on this high. And then you go and you sit middle seat mm-hmm. in the 28th row mm-hmm. on the flight back. And you're like, fuck. This really puts me back. I probably was in the middle seat with my with my Playboy water bottle. Yeah. yeah. The Looking guy at next the water you, bottle like, oh my God. Like, I should be back here. Oh, but here I, I am. logo on my <laughs> bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I need it on my body now. <laughs> I probably already had the little, you know, tanning do you? tattoo. Oh, do you have the tanning Playboy? No, no, no. Not oh. years ago. I did though. You yeah, know, yeah. where you put the little Playboy sticker oh, and you yeah. go tanning a couple yeah, times. I did and that you, for a little bit. I definitely have photo shoots yeah. with that. Sophie knows when we dated freshman year, anyone. I had a little Playboy bunny. That's didn't funny. I? At the Bowie you Cat. Oh, I love it. He's um, so funny. I know. It's like, it's because there's been times where, because when you finish, like for me, I'll finish a mural or, or hell, I mean, we'll, I mean, we throw festivals, right? And so we'll do a festival and it's like, you're on this crazy high, like insane high. Mm-hmm. And then you go to an airport and we're all on the same boat Mm-mm. and I ain't sitting first class. <laughs> I'm not like doing, I'm not flying private and it's like, oh shit. Yeah, way to put me right back where I belong, <laughs> right back in my place here. Like, don't get your head too big yet. Um, so I think that's interesting. So how far, how soon after you coming out here and having that amazing first experience mm-hmm, did you say, mm-hmm. I love you, New York, got to go to L.A.? Well, it was about a year. So I came here in 2000, April of 2008, and then I came back in May of 2009. Okay. And then I moved here in June, which was literally three weeks after I turned 21. Oh, that's really quick. So it was like a month later, I was like, I'm moving. And, you know, I just went through a breakup and I was like, I'm just going to run away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm going to show him. I'm going to, yeah. Was there, when did Instagram come out? Was there Instagram? Um, Instagram came out in about 2012, 13. So I had already okay. been here like three years. So he was years. looking at your I was MySpace. already like big on, well, it was like Twitter. Like Twitter was really big oh, at the okay, time. When yeah, I first yeah. moved here, like Twitter just opened and, I don't so know, like, gathered my following because I was doing a lot Dale of music videos. What I you know, can I was really doing do, right. that asshole. Yeah. I'm going to go to LA and fuck you, exactly. Dale. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was because it was to chase my dream. But, you know, obviously yeah, that'll be a little motivation. I got that ass oh, going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always is. But, um, but yeah, so I came here and, and I just, you know, started doing music videos and everything kind of just went from there. Like, when with you say the started doing music videos? Well, because. When I was in New York, I didn't even, I don't even think, I just remember being 15, crying to the screen, watching Justin Timberlake with God Must Have Spent a Little More Time on You, being like, oh. how do these girls get into these music videos? And I just like, like I used to do gymnastics and cheerleading and dancing, and I would copy stuff on TV and, you know, music, I always was into music, except for there was like a time frame, we could maybe talk about that later, where I didn't sing or do anything for like 10, 12 years, which Let's kind talk of about it right now. Why? has hindered it. Um a lot of it had to do with because I was young and I d- didn't have the correct structure or stability and because I was moving so much and, you know, mm-hmm. I was dating somebody a little older than me that I shouldn't have been dating at the time. And I feel like 
that kind of hindered my growth when I should have been developing me. You know, I was yeah. I was worried. Did you get like young. a little almost like complacent in yeah, a relationship? And, and, yeah, and like, and like there was like a comment that was made to me one time that was like, you know, like you can't sing or like let it sing. And I used to sing like Celine Dion, like in front of three hundred people, like Titanic. Like I really used to sing. Now yeah. I can sing and I can hold a note with like you know effects and different stuff. It's completely different. I've smoked for ten exactly. Yeah, I smoked yeah. for ten years. <laughs> you know, I've damaged my voice a lot over the years, and I did not hone my craft the way that I should have, which mm-hmm. is obviously something that, you know, I've, it saddens me sometimes, but at the end of the day, you know, I still have faith that everything happens for a reason and I'm yeah. better late than never that I'm, you know, working on it now. Yeah. So you know, um, everything comes full circle. The, the, uh, yeah. What do we got, Bowie Cat? I, I just, I just really relate to that and like, fuck all these like men who like don't want their girlfriends to be successful because they don't want them to yes. shine and get Love attention. You. Oh my God, a few years ago I was in a horrible relationship. I'm Aww. a writer and I was working on my book and the dude's just like, you don't want that out there. Like you, you shouldn't be doing that. Like you should be like focusing on like, like go get a, get a master's in something. And in retrospect, I'm like, that motherfucker just didn't want me to have a book and like right. have other people paying attention to me. Yeah, no, Cause, you cause, keep creating. Yeah, so good for you for, Thank you. you're fine, but fuck him. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Thank you. It's interesting, like some people with jealousy and like mm-hmm. trying to pull every, all those down. Yeah. I, growing up, um, not growing up, but building a, a company in Raleigh, North Carolina mm-hmm. truly taught me, it's a lot different than New York and here. I, I don't know about so much here, but like in some bigger cities, it's if you're doing well, then fuck you. I need to bring you right. down because you're better than me. When we were starting that in Raleigh, everyone's like, how can we help you? Because if you do really well, then fuck, I think I'm going to do better too. Mm-hmm, like, thank mm-hmm. you. And it almost like translating that into relationships. Of, so true. Like, I, I love the idea of having a girlfriend who's kicking fucking ass. And I get to like go into this thing with Sylvia. I was just tailing along. I was like, yo. Look at this girl, the highest of the highs and, <laughs> and the, the high times, highest girl in the highest places. Like, this is amazing. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so fuck him. What a yeah, loser no, that guy it's was. Funny. But I think that, you know what's funny is we're actually, you know, I've forgiven him and we're still friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, to this day, we're still actually friends because, you know, I've known him since I was 11 years old. Oh, okay. And, you know, One I was really those. young at the time. I was 14 years old. He was yeah. 18. He was a little older than me. I looked very much older. And, you know, we just all hung around the same crew. So it's like, at the end of the day, I feel like... Everything happens for a reason. And if I hadn't I came to Los Angeles and gotten my feet wet and established a foundation with my modeling and then developing into acting, I would yeah. have never had the resources to be able to create, you know, what I'm creating now. And so what was your first acting uh, exposure? Uh, I don't first, know. What's the word? Whatever first, the word is. Well, okay. For. So my first acting exposure or my first acting job here? Which one? Both. Okay, acting my first, job and then my like, first acting job yeah. was on set with Ice T, hey. Megan Good's sister, Lamaya Good, and a bunch of other like you know very well known actors in that sense. But those two stuck out for me the most what because here I am on set. It's um it was a movie called Cross the Line. So I just played like Lamaya Good's friend in the movie. How old? But are this you? was like my first. I had just moved here. I was twenty one, and I remember showing up to set and I had my curl, my big hair curly, <laughs> and they I showed up and they're like. You're, you look way too cute. Like, and they braided my hair, like, because I had to look, like, you know, a little Did more, like, rugged. Did you have the clips in? No, I just had my curly natural. hair out. Yeah. I had all natural curls out. But they were like, you look too you look too pretty. We're going to have to, like, rug you up a little bit. So You're sitting there like, damn right, hair. bitch. I'm like, it was <laughs> so <braid> it up. <laughs> I'm like, I've had my hair braided my whole life. So it's like, my cousin used to do hair. So I was like, okay, let's do it. Do you know that I can braid hair? 
I believe you. I was a baker. One of the first jobs I heard was Muffin Man. We had to braid the bread. <laughs> and the same techniques to braiding bread, you go to braiding hair. I could braid your hair. I don't want to pull any clips out, good to know. Katie can braid my hair, too. I bet you I'm better at braiding than Katie is. We'll have a braid off. A braid off. Oh, my God. So funny. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. All right. So so you're on set with Ice-T. So so I'm on set with Ice-T and um, and Lamaya Good. And then Megan Good came. And, you know, I used to watch her and, like, My Cousin Skeeter and every other thing that she's ever been in. And so when she showed up on set, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm in L.A. You know what I mean? It's like you're, like, Wow. And I was sitting there. I was smoking cigarettes at the time. So I was sitting there and we were smoking cigarettes. And I was like, we're bonding right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> and um, it was cool. It was amazing. It was just a great experience. And my first, I want to say, like, acting exposure necessarily was probably my, hmm, I guess there would be a couple because my lead role, like, for Sunny and Ray Ray, it actually never released. It ne- the, the movie never released. But because it went to film festivals and I won an award off of it. I you actually did? got like a lot of exposure from it and it helped catapult me as an actress to be taken seriously and also not be so typecasted because it was a very, very dramatic role. She was an incest survivor, like struggling to navigate a normal life and, you know, kind of like she was very dark and she was always intoxicated and like always in pain. Like the the movie was very like physically and mentally abusive. Like I it actually like took a toll on me, which is why I see that, me- you know, what method actors mm-hmm. go through when they really like dive into that role and become that person. Because afterwards I would catch myself like reciting the lines like in a fight like with my boyfriend and I'm like I'm like wait what the fuck like I'm not sunny but it's like it wasn't even intentional to be reciting a line it's just that literally I would find myself in a similar situation and it's like okay wait this is intoxicating too so something's something's not right you know what do you tap into to get into such Um, a role like do you you pull from experiences yeah me I think like especially like if it's like a dramatic role or something that like calls for like me crying I just honestly I just take myself to to a painful place that like, yeah, I definitely can cry really? on demand. Yeah. I think I could too. Should we cry later? We cry on you, you cry, you cry, I cry, we cry together. Yeah. Do you know I'm like, my eyes are watering right now. When you cry, don't do I it. Cry. I'm going to cry. cry. All right, should we cry? Together. Oh, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> eyes are watering up. Look at everybody here at the Lemon Tree Studios. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, um, that's amazing. So you really tapped yeah, into so, some. Yeah, so, um, so Sunny Ray, right? And then, you know, I did a couple a little um a couple little things on Netflix and you know I, I actually keep getting hit up there's the show on Atypical that I did something little for I did the Marlon show last year oh Marlon really I, I haven't watched that. that yet I've heard amazing well see it there's a couple everywhere. other I spoke Russian in movie I I don't even know oh Russian I'm Puerto Rican Italian and French wait, but wait, listen wait, 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 wait. I had to learn Kyle, Russian for this right? role will you, will you do some more Russian <laughs> talking to my ears Turn up, turn up her mic some more. I'll do some more Russian talk in my ears. But no, I um, I I'm got booked for Kyle this as you do it. for this Russian role. Her name was Natasha, and I got to do a Russian movie, and I had to learn the Russian like Gisli Univo or um, Jadamna. I forgot the rest of the fucking line. But either way, <laughs> really I good. really like had to you know learn Russian, which was so cool because my agent called me and he's like, "You're." Which is so funny because my old assistant, like, she would always do these, like, she can do every accent. Like, if you're, like, Spanish, French, German, like, you throw out a name and she will do the accent. Like, it was so funny. Like, she's so talented, right? 
So I would just do the Russian one, like joking. So then when my agent called me and was like, you actually have like a Russian role. It's, the movie's called AWOL 72. It was on Redbox. It's like you can find it online or wherever. But I had a couple scenes in it. It was cool because I actually got to speak Russian and, and just like, you know, expand, yeah. <laughs> you know, my acting. Show sense. people what you got. So it was cool. That's it was so really cool. fun. But I feel like right now acting's kind of just... It's there because I really want to finish my music project. I feel like my music's right now. I feel like acting's longevity. I feel like it's, you know, there's a lot of um, years that that you can be in that side. And I feel like the music is right now. And because I kind of have built the confidence over these last years, it's like I really want to, like, make something meaningful that I have. Whether it sells 100 copies or a million, like, I'll I'll have it forever. And, like, that's all that matters. And it's my art, and I help create it and invest it in it. Yeah. Isn't that, like, one of the things uh, I was talking to someone about the other day is, like, the cool thing about art. And even – so I used to be against photos and video, like, and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And now I was listening to a podcast uh, with someone who like, no, no, do it because you can actually now just show your kids like, hey, look at me when I was 30. Yeah. Look at me when I was 20, whatever. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, Man, and I, I got didn't... a lot of look at me's when I was 30. Ah. <laughs> look at me when I was 20. Ooh, let's not look at that one. No, baby, we're going to skip over this one. Let's not see Mommy mom. was a little reckless there. <laughs> you know? Free spirit. You this is when be. mommy got together with this guy, JL, in high school. <laughs> I knew he was on those other cheerleaders. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Yeah, but you're absolutely right in like, uh, like having those experiences and being yeah. like, listen, I'm doing this for me. Mm-hmm. And usually those are the ones that actually create the most impact for you personally, yes, yeah. but also for, for everybody else when you say like, oh no, I'm doing this for me and I like this. And I hope you do too, but honestly, I don't give a fuck if you do yeah, or not absolutely. because I'm doing my own thing. And then usually people, they can almost like hear that in your mm-hmm. voice or your acting or like whatever it is that you're doing. And they go, they pick up on it and they go, oh shit, this is real. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't some bullshit like I want to be a blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh no, no, they're like really digging into this and mm-hmm. it's like something special for them, which almost like hits a nerve for, for them as well. Right, which exactly. I really and, like. and I feel like as long as you can relate in some, some way, shape or form, then it's mm-hmm. like you should be supportive because yeah. we need more love in this world. Um, <laughs> you know? We, well said. We do need some more <laughs> love know? in this world. To say the least. Yeah. Uh, we, I know like there's a lot of artists that I work with. Um, you know, actually one, Jason Naylor is with today and his art is so like positive and like putting out love and the colors he uses and the messages he uses mm-hmm. and his whole thing is like putting out more love in the world. And I just, one of the reasons why I love, I love him for many reasons, but one of them is that cause he's using Amazing. art to do it. So whether it's music or street right. art or whatever it is, like beautifying the earth in a certain way that mm-hmm, people will mm-hmm. go, ah, oh, you're right. Like that is nice. I should be nicer right. people, which I need to remind myself too sometimes. Well, the first step is acknowledging it, so you're doing. Yeah, all right, right. just eleven more to go. (laughs) Um, How much more work do you have on your music project before? Um, I have about I have seven or no, I have um, six songs out of the ten done. So I still have to do. I just recorded one last night, and I have one next week, and then I'll finish out the rest. And then the the last process will obviously be the mixing and. Making sure everything oh, yeah. sounds cohesive because on my last project, um, I didn't, I guess you could say, have as much control on the release as, as I am going to on this one. So it's like I would have probably picked a few different songs to go on the first album. I think there was mm-hmm. a lot of album fillers mm-hmm. on the first album. 
And um, I feel like this project's a little more meaningful and it kind of tells the story and says some things that I went through and I collabed with some amazing writers that helped build a story around, you know, what they ha- they know that I've been through because they actually have been close to the situation to the point where it's like, I didn't just pick a song that like didn't have to do with, you know, my album. So I think that mm-hmm. even if I didn't write it, it, ha- it was selected very carefully to go on my project. And I think that... More people will relate to it in a sense, and it's not so commercial. So I'm just very excited to finish it and get it out and get it mixed and shoot the visual because that's the fun part. We need the rain dancing, all the songs. Can that be like a a steady thing throughout every music video? At some point, no, I'm definitely gonna do it again. (laughs) Now that was like the test run. I'll do it one time, you know, for another concept. I'm just not sure what it is Uh, (laughs) before I'm 50 and slip. I think you're still going to look amazing when you're 50. Me too, thankfully. Yeah, thank yeah, you, you're thank you. Because yeah, my mom and dad have really good genes. Oh, yeah, good. I like it. Um, how much do you take after your mom or your dad more? Or, I'm like, I uh, literally look like if you put a picture of them like next to me, I look just like both of them. Yeah, like, yeah. It's crazy. Like, I have my dad's blonde hair and blue eyes. But then I have like my mom's like face and smile and like lips and like her whole like ethnic kind of like mm-hmm. look. And then, I mean... My body is hers, so I, was, I, was just I get it from my mama. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she, are we, are we all say, natural? She, we, uh, yes, I 100% natural. I've oh, never got I a filler, that. never nothing. The only thing I I've ever that. got was a facial and a mole removed. So. Oh, my God. That is amazing. <laughs> and so there's still wait. record of the mole if you go seek my Playboy pictures, but I just did it for me. So, so. Um, we're, I saw that we're coming up on a one-year anniversary of... That's today, you guys. Today, today actually. Of a very important person mm-hmm. in your life, in a lot of people's lives. Yes. An icon, Hugh yes. Hefner. Rest in peace, Hugh. Yeah. Huey yeah. Hef, we miss you. Really? Absolutely. Like, just such a, uh, somebody that paved a road that nobody even thought could no. have existed at that point. Amazing. And he did it in such a way with class mm-hmm. and as a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And I don't know him personally, mm-hmm. but this is like... If for someone that's never even been to the Playboy mansion, right. never even I've never posed for Playboy. I'm down, but like whatever. <laughs> um, like and for him to have that kind of effect right. on just the the like I'm mm-hmm. a layman in the situation, and for him to have that kind of effect means that his effect on people that knew him absolutely probably was so much greater. And so I, it and was I saw amazing. The post it you was put up. yeah. yeah it was, was just like, an oh. honor to even be able to be in his presence and to meet him and to to experience his energy and to see his soul and the way he treated people and just like. The whole lifestyle and to be able to experience like a mere glimpse of that was like such a blessing. Like I'm so, so, so grateful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, if look, now we're both crying. <laughs> I'm crying too. <laughs> I don't even know when I'm crying. Um, um it's such no, a, because those a who it's know so me, powerful that you got to experience. Okay. So there's only a select few yeah, people no, that no, really that, did. Yeah. And no, those who really, really know me know that like being in Playboy and being a part of Playboy was like one of my biggest dreams. And like yeah. to have like my mom support me and have the support of people. Cause they're like, okay, you want to pose nude? And it's like, it's so much more than that. It's like the, the legacy that he left of like Mm -hmm. art and like what he stood for and what he did for like the community and what he did for people is like it literally speaks so many so much volumes that'll like forever live on like a legacy that I was able to be a part of so so I auditioned for Playboy three times over nine years and to be finally selected the year that we lost our legend and for me to be Miss June Cyber Girl of the Month and have everything published like that year within days of him passing was like so monumental to me it like 
Like, I just feel like, okay, I accomplished that much. So if I, like, leave tomorrow or, like, you know what I mean? I feel like I have a little legacy that I was able to leave behind because I accomplished my goals. And whether that means something to anybody else but me and my mom and my family, it means something to me because I was able to do what I said I came here to do. And it's, like, such a unique and, I feel like, special family that you're part of, like, a Mm -hmm. group that you're part of, of, like, oh, hey, we're all... No, it's so cool because I've actually, like, connected with, like, you know, my little bunny sisters, quote, unquote, because we all are, like, in this, like, little community to the point where like you know I just did a song with one of my bunny sisters and featured on her project oh, and that's awesome. it was so cool and there's so many of them that, that it's like it's cool it's like we all look at a, ourselves as like a little community and he's like our bunny father like mm-hmm. you know except for the ones who like dated him obviously look at him a little different than the father yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't get there <laughs> <laughs> I was just a little cyber money <laughs> <laughs> wait so is but, the yeah. house still the a house thing? was sold actually to the neighbor. He's just we were talking Wait, about the that neighbor? too. The neighbor, the neighbor, the neighbor bought that. Was like, you know what? No, I'm he gonna bought buy the house. It. He, and he's just gonna ex, ex, um, you know ex, expand his land. So you know, it's just, what does he do? I need to get. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe he owns, he's a pod, he's a, maybe he's a, he's a big podcaster. Owner, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a big business owner. Um, but yeah, so they sold the mansion, and um, wow, that's like a like a hundred million or something like that. That's like a it was crazy, like a. A door shut. Yeah, no, like, it's like it's literally like insane to think that there'll never be Candyland, never <laughs> another charity, never any. What's your thing craziest, dirtiest um, story from the house? Well, I don't have any like dirty stories because I wasn't around during any of that. I think yeah. that by the time that I came around, like it was ten years ago, you know, Hugh was already eighty years old, and uh, I yeah. think that a lot of you know he was in a, a committed relationship. I think mm-hmm. that the crazy lifestyle that people know him as obviously happened over the years of Playboy yeah. being developed, yeah. and you know was <laughs> done in the class, you know, the classy way of Mister Playboy himself. Mm-hmm. So I think that. Um, I was just able to experience like the parties and the events. And I remember I was there and like, you know, Diddy performed and like there's all these like people and all these bunnies everywhere and like the grotto and like just being able to be there and experience it and, and, be on the property or go look at all the animals, you know, because he was big into animals and he had the monkeys and the birds. Yeah, and like, yeah. You know, just being there, t- being able to experience it was literally the best part. I never got to do any naughty stuff, but I'm uh, sure everybody I did it for me. I just want to shout out Playboy and you being Republican will really appreciate that. Like, it's interesting. I'm a writer. I write from them. I know. That's what you're saying. And it's like a joke, right? Like, read Playboy for the articles. But, like, their level of reporting and especially... I'm from the Virgin Islands, so you you know what what it's like down there because you know about Puerto Rico. They just sent me down in June the playboy to report on the lack of reproductive health care and maternal health care and the rising domestic abuse rates against women because everyone is like going crazy because there's curfews and the mental health is bad and all the shelters are ruined so just like shout out to playboy like i think people i'm someone who's very sex positive very i've done nude modeling i don't think there's anything anti-feminist about the female body being shown naked and celebrated and like them sending me down there to report on that just says so much. And I'm sure you can speak to it from another angle about the treatment towards women and level of respect. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah, no. And he, I mean, he did so, so much for, for, you know, the African American community, the gay community, the, you know, LGBT, you know, everything he's, he's literally been here. I mean, Playboy itself, like the brand, the the entity, you know, the legacy of it. I'm just honored to be a part of, and you know, rest in peace, 
path. <laughs> that was a nice Absolutely. little tribute to the king there. Um, yeah. Cyber June 2017. Yeah. Cyber Girl of the Month. What is that? How did you even get that? You have to apply? Do people Well, vote? no. I actually, um, I was booked to do my pictorial. Uh, um, I booked a pictorial, like, with just Playboy Plus. And basically, from my first pictorial, they selected me for Miss June, which happened to be my birthday and was so crazy for me. So I like went in just getting booked to getting shoot high as, as a cyber fuck girl. That night. You get you your birthday <laughs> cyber girl. Like yes. I'm so blown I'm like, this on my is crazy. <laughs> on my 29th birthday, I'm being published. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I just was like, okay, I finally did it. Like, here we go. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, this is great. You're you so much fun. So I got some like personal questions for you. Okay. Do you have a morning routine? And if uh, so, what is it? And what time does it start? Good morning to you. The birds are chirping. You guys know that one. Okay, so um, that's me in the morning. That's pretty much me in the morning. Do you like, wake up and do like a star jump? No, like I wake up. <laughs> You know, I wake up, I probably smoke, I do like my whole, oh, you know, roundabout, I might stretch a little bit, I figure out what I'm posting on Instagram the night before, then get it ready to post that morning. That's pretty much how my every morning goes. And I make sure that like my space is clean, whoever's around me makes sure my space is clean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, do you have any pets? It could be different every every morning you don't have are you a structured person no i'm very structured katie writes all my stuff on my board she handles the organization and the creativeness in my life lately (laughs) the board on the back of my door oh you're welcome to read it if you want to come over and read it everybody else does okay i'll come on over and read it maybe i'll add a couple things to it too (laughs) yeah there you go Uh, yeah make it and you're gonna be like wait what is this right here yeah they want me to do what I'm going to be like, I don't think that that was on the list, Katie. Was was the other JL here? Because this wasn't on the list yesterday, that weirdo. <laughs> Did you mix up our schedules, babe? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, eat gummy bears. And it's like, wait oh, a second. Oh, that's definitely <laughs> me. Oh, wait, really? Gummy bears are my favorite. I'm, I'm straight up addicted. I eat them every day. No, I'm obsessed with gummy bears. What do you like, Black Forest or Haribo? Come on, Black Forest. Whoa, don't do don't, that. Come on, me. Don't like, do that. Whoa. Hairbo, really? Hairbo? Yeah, they're the best. No way. Oh, you go the Hair- Hairbo alphabets or the Hair- rattlesnakes? Ooh. No, Hairbo. Sponsorship. But- come on, Hairbo. Hook it oh up. Oh, my God. Hairbos are definitely, you got to like really bite through them. And Black Forest is more chewy and fruity. Do you go bears or worms? Bears. Yeah, yeah, bears are definitely the best. Um, <laughs> I mean, is that even like All right, so morning that. routines, wake up, eat some black forest gummy bears. Wake and bake, you know. Bake I like a protein shake, maybe. Uh, what do you, you put know. in your shakes? I just do like an insure, like a little insure protein shake. Oh, oh, really? Shake. You really don't Nutribullet it? No, I don't really, know. We need to get some sponsors yeah. on this podcast. Nutribullet, black forest. Yeah. I want actually, I want Haribo. You're like okay. the only person I want. Likes- Black Forest. Forest. All right, well, cool. You can get them I for your album. I bought six pounds one like, time and did a gummy bear shoot. By. Really? Six pounds of gummy bears from like, uh, like Wait, they're the big, yeah. Sam's. So my and aunt, I made like clothes out of them and made like a gummy bear wait, shoot. You, yeah, I oh probably my, could find it in my 28,000 photos in my phone. Oh my phone, God, but. I need to. Katie, will you help That's her funny. find that and send it to me? <laughs> that is like literally my two favorite things. A beautiful woman and gummy bears all wrapped up into I one awesome package. Sure. I'm totally into gummy bears. <laughs> oh my God. Still, yeah, me and gummy bears will be life. 
Do you have, besides gummy bears, do you have any other obsessions that you're like, this app? Yeah, cheese. No, but, okay, cheese too. (laughs) But like, do you have any, um, (laughs) like, apps or, or like, anything that you use every day that you can't live without, besides Instagram and, like, all that stuff, but Um, anything that really helps you out that maybe some of our our listeners can use? Yeah, I read. I mean, I read a book. Um, I read a couple different books. Like, I, last year I read a book called The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. It was Mm -hmm. a really good book. And then I gave it to my girlfriend and we traded books. And now I'm reading a book called To You Love God because I'm a spiritual person and I believe in God and I'm thankful for him, obviously. Um, There's obviously you can be spiritual and religious. I'm definitely more spiritual Mm -hmm. than, you know, I am religious, but the book is kind of just like a daily read, a little message, like uplifting, you know, step out of your comfort zone, like do this kind of thing, like messages that you would get from your higher power, whoever that may be, whether you believe in God or not. What is that called? And um, it's called To You Love God. And so I'm reading that book. And then um, I, I try in, I guess you could say, experience other books. But if it's not something that's like uplifting to me or encouraging, it's like I can't really, I'm not a reader. Yeah. I never was a reader. I was more good at numbers and stuff. So I think that just having something to read every day just helps, you know? So I definitely do that every day and just... I mean, I got it on my weed. And now my jewel. I like my jewel, too. Where's my jewel, oh, Katie? Oh, there you go. <laughs> do you ever smoke uh, menthol jewels? Um, I do. I like the menthol jewel. Oh, you do? Yeah. I have some for you here. Do you really? We did an event at Sundance, <gasps> and they were a sponsor. And Amazing. I have, I'll give you a packet. It's like the three cartridges yes, things. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I'll give it. Just I remind me. I have the mango one right now. Uh, remind me that. It's and, good, because I have a lot of anxiety, you know? Like, uh, my family suffers from anxiety and depression. Mm. And, you know, that's like a whole other realm. I was going to say, I, I actually would love... We need to have you back, yeah. because I, I feel like there's so much more that we can dive into, including yes. stuff like that, which... Um, I do want to start talking more about um, just in general mm-hmm. about that. I, I just think people hide it a little bit. And I've mm-hmm. recently had to, I was like, Whoa, what, the, what the fuck's this? What's going mm-hmm. on here? I don't, I don't, that doesn't happen to me. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's been happening. I think it's something to talk about. We need to get you back and, and yeah, do some more. Absolutely. Um, before we go though, what's the last text message you have on your phone? Um, let me see. Please, please be something gold. It's not. All right. It's to my yeah. assistant. I said oh, I, God. I posted. We <laughs> 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 took the five minute break because I was supposed to post at noon. I, I'm on like a schedule. I try and post at the same time, around the same time every what single day. What time do you post? For those people who find me. Um, I post at noon because it allows me to wake up, do what I need to do, post, and then go throughout my day without like being in my phone all day. And then I'll check yeah. my Instagram at night, respond to what I can respond to because I do try and like engage back mm-hmm. and show the love back because I think that's very important. At and Jill is a Lynn with your 234,000 followers. Yes. They love you. So my, I think it's I just amazing. hit 235. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> amazing. Wait, let me just get that. I can Let's get the, see. I can get the proper numbers. Let's get the proper number. 235,928. So I'm almost at 236. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Are you going to do anything special when you hit 500? And um, I don't know. Maybe I did something cute at 100. So maybe 500 and like a million or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I might we're going to have up. If Instagram still exists that long. Me and Katie were talking about, you know, maybe you know, something. Like, swoop in and take it over. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, Facebook <laughs> swooped in nice and took it sometimes. over. And they're killing it. They're, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, is it? What? See, I'm not really a Facebook person, so I don't really 
Is, is it is it bigger than Instagram, or do you think it's just a different demographic? I think it's it's a different mindset when people go on Facebook opposed to Instagram, Got it. opposed to Snapchat, which we were just talking the other day. They they have something to deal with Amazon now, where you can take a I can take a picture of these beautiful headphones that you're wearing, and on Snapchat and Amazon, be like, "Yo, here are these headphones. You want to buy them?" And it's like, "Whoa, that's amazing." Yeah, um, which I think is like really interesting that they're getting into that kind of stuff. Take it's a, a picture nice, of you, nice. Baby. <laughs> oh, and Amazon's like, here's Katie. Here's Katie. At Katie Bettini. Can we talk about how much we love Katie? Yes, we do yeah. love her. We do. I love both of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you are 19 years old and uh, you come out here. What piece of advice would you give yourself then that you wish you knew? At that time, like, you know, if you if, if you could um, have a plan, like have a little more plan, have a plan, have a plan, have a backup plan, have three more plans after that, because I had no plan. I just I literally was like, I'm going to run away and I'm going to be somebody and I can't live here in the city anymore and I'm going to figure it out. And here I am going into my 10th year and I've been extremely blessed in to have gotten this far, but if I could tell my 19-year-old self, please plan and save a little bit more money because oh, <laughs> if you good, can yeah. create some structure and foundation for yourself, then you'll be better off. And don't, you know, people say like, don't spread yourself too thin, quote unquote. Don't listen to that bullshit. Do mm. everything that you can. Yes. Do as many things as you can in this life because one, the life is so limited and your days are so limited. So take every single day and do as much as you can. And don't... M- m- don't listen to the whole <laughs> one thing. Focus on one thing and that'll happen, you know, because at the end of the day, whatever you want to happen is going to happen in life. You have the power to make it happen. Oh, you are an absolute <laughs> firecracker. It's true. I, I'm so thankful that you came Thank here you today. For having Thank me. you for being here. Absolutely. And um, what's your WWF song that will put as the outro music? Oh, are we talking WWF? Because I don't know if you guys know, but I like play... But like I'm like a whole. You, you are. Don't make me. Pl- oh hold, shit! You guys, we were gonna edit okay, in there. Okay, wait. I have matches. Like I'm like I'm. I play matches oh, every single week. I have Mikey Sport Pro. He has me fighting every week. Like I probably had a match the all other right, day. So I wasn't. I wasn't wrong when I said you could kick my ass. No, dude. like literally, I I do this. <laughs> like this is what I do. He's made me into like a pro wrestler, and like I have to show you like these videos. Have you ever body fighting. slammed anybody? Oh, yeah, I'm a beast. I was a gymnast and a cheerleader. Like, I'm extremely strong, like, for, for my sex. I love it. <laughs> I'm extremely strong. All right, so okay. if you're rolling in, what song are you going to have I'm playing? Sh- I'm trying to show you guys. Oh, you actually already have a song Oh, no, no, in? no. I'm just showing you. I was trying to show you guys me fighting, but um, I don't want to scroll anymore. Well, so, wait, my theme song. Um, I like big butts and I cannot lie. lie. You other brothers can't deny. <laughs> and when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get strong. Oh. Want to pull out tuck because you know it's that butt was stuck. Woo, deep in the jeans she's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby, I want to get, get with you and take your picture. My homeboy trying to warn me, but that butt you got makes me, me so horny. Ooh, rump on smooth skin. You say you want to get my pants, but I use it. Use it because you ain't that average goofy. Do you want oh, me to keep going? No, I see them dancing. Tell me, Ralph. She sweat. Oh. Sweat. <laughs> At Julissa Lynn. I love you so much. This was so much fun. We laughed. We cried. Little in the way, so you got my Oh, my back. God. You're still going. <laughs> I'm trying to be all sweet and close this thing out so you can go to your photo shoot. Thanks. Thank you for being here. This is so much fun. Thanks for having me, you guys. Well, we're going to have you back soon. This it is It was awesome. an honor to be on The Artist. Thank you, John. All right. JL. 
JL. You don't even know my name. We've been talking for like an hour. She's like, we John. Your name's John, right? <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Beyond the Artist. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram at BTA Sessions to find out what creative human being will be interviewed next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.